This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Thanks for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. Every time with Joey on 1080 The Fan. All right, Fridays with Joey Harrington, and uh, well, I guess uh, we got to start with the bad stuff. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Look, have we not talked since that? No, 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 we haven't. no. And it almost feels like so long ago that we shouldn't even bring it up. But I, I, I got to know your and thoughts. There's, like man. A, there's a little bit of Voldemort to it as well, where it's like <laughs> he who shall not be named. Yeah. Like, we don't, we don't, we don't need to, <laughs> we don't need to do it. We don't need to. But I, I, I really am curious what you thought of that because that, I mean, we were all stunned. I know we were all kind of were on the same page about what might happen. What did you see? Like, how did that? How did it go down in your eyes? Ready? You ready for this? Yes. I'm going to drop knowledge. (laughs) Straight scientific knowledge. Okay. Ready? Yes. They just got beat. (laughs) (laughs) They did. I mean, there's no other way to describe it. It wasn't poor decisions on fourth down. It wasn't poor game management. It wasn't uh, a dearth of turnovers. It wasn't poor scouting or game plans. They just got pushed around. Oregon's front on both sides of the ball got pushed around in a way that they, they hadn't all year. Washington ran the ball at will. And Oregon, I mean, at one point in the in the fourth quarter, Bucky had 22 yards rushing. Yeah. Like it, it, it just they got they got beat. If I had if I had played your comments right there to you before the game, what would you have said? Like you you'd be like, "There's no way," right? I mean, I, I would have said, "I'm surprised, absolutely," because there wasn't a team even in the game that they lost. To Washington during the middle of the year, they Oregon ran the ball down Washington's right. road. I mean, they they ran it at will, and they pressured. They got some pressure on Penix. They 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 couldn't do they couldn't do anything up front. Um, and and you know, Suk, you can talk about this more than I can. You know, having been there, like it didn't look like scheme. No, it didn't look like. It just looked like Washington was winning the one-on-one matchups. Like there were times when, you know, 
Oregon would bring pressure. And, God, we got a safety coming right up the gut. And here comes the running back, just bam, and literally just stepped up right in that A-gap and just dust him. Yeah. Yeah, I some I don't know, Sook. Like, yeah, he had, sometimes the, you just get overpowered. Yeah, it's. I used to one of my favorite expressions as my coach used to say all the time was they're on scholarship too. Like <laughs> sometimes they're good. Like you mentioned, Dylan Johnson was amazing in blitz pickup. Um, I do think that if you again you can't make excuses for anything because Washington was just better. But you were down a starting corner, and another one went out. And I think Washington having all four receivers put Oregon in a little bit of a bind because you saw their safeties were not able to cover Washington slots. They just they just no. couldn't do it. They no. they didn't have enough guys. To, they didn't have enough guys to cover. It was a huge difference, absolutely. Yeah, and then when they would try to come down uh, into and to help with the run they weren't physical enough. So it was like, you're kind of, you're damned. If you do, you're damned. If you don't like when they would try to go with a smaller unit on the field, they got bullied. And when they tried to go to to coverage, it, it didn't work. They couldn't cover all of Washington's receivers. And so again, it ended up being kind of a bad matchup, but yeah, I, I just think one side was more physical. Like I haven't seen people get the edge on Oregon all year. And they were just running that little just toss play and they were getting sealed and they were getting kicked out. And and I'm with you. You just didn't see that. I mean, all year, it, it just, it, it didn't happen. It certainly didn't happen in the first one. And so when Washington was able to do that, you got the sense of about a quarter into that game that they could do what they wanted, where it's like, Hey, you want to come down heavy into the box? Cool. Watch us throw it to the outside or we'll run that little toss crack on you. And you want to play in coverage? Here it comes, and you can't stop it. Birch being out certainly didn't help, and you can't make excuses. But it just kind of seemed to snowball, and the defense never got their footing ever. And and here's the thing, though that be, all that being said, and all that is true, Oregon still had the lead with five minutes to go in the fourth quarter. <laughs> I yeah, know. and that's the part that you stinks. Know, that that's the part. Like even through all of that, the subpar. That was probably that. That was, I don't want to say the worst performance by the defense uh, of the of the season. You know, against the best team. You know, <laughs> so how do you categorize that? But and even with the poor r- running, like both still had them with a lead, and you know, a couple minutes left in the fourth quarter. Um, yeah, that that one. Um, I think the reason. Well, for many reasons, but one of the reasons why that one stings so much, and my my oldest Jack, um, we were sitting on the couch talking last night. He's like, "Dad, this would have been a really good year for Oregon to be in the playoffs." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, you you're right. You know, this was this was a year where you didn't have a dominant Georgia." You didn't have you know, a returning national champion with Stetson Bennett. You didn't have Nick Saban lining up, you know, uh, Heisman Trophy tailbacks one after another. Like yeah. this was a year that the field seemed a bit more open, um, and you know there have been there have been years in the past where Oregon has had very good teams, but then you hit that one elite program, and it's like, oh, oh, that's that's the difference. Yeah. I don't. I don't think there's that much difference between those top, what four, 
six, seven teams this year. No, that's why I think Washington, I think Washington's better than Texas. I think they'll beat them. And I think Washington has a chance to win the whole thing. They're obviously, they're not the favorite, but I think they're capable if they play the way they did against Oregon and they get healthy. And I think that's the other thing. They were finally healthy. Oregon had been relatively healthy all year. Washington hadn't. And it came out afterwards, all the guys dealing with stuff, but they got a couple safeties back. They got their big nose tackle. What finally was, was playing on two legs. Um, uh, the, the, the running back finally got healthy. Penix certainly looked the best he had had in, in two months with whatever he was dealing with. So they got healthy at the right time. And a healthy Washington, just like I said, I think if Oregon would have gotten in, I'm with you. I think there's a chance for whatever team was coming out of the pack, Oregon and Washington. I think they have a legitimate chance. And I'm not certain if we've been able to say that before. I'm really, I'm, I'm really um, kind of between a rock and a hard place here. I got, I got to admit, I've, I've been going around in circles on this. Maybe you can help me figure it out. I always root for the, in both seasons, I always root for the Pac-12, right? You always, like, for the whole, like, yeah, Pac-12 schools play in SEC school. Yeah, I want the Pac-12 to win, right? Screw them. I, I, I said this to a friend the other day who's, who's a Washington grad. I was like, I think I'm going to root for Washington in the semis. But then I, I don't know if I can root for them to win the national championship. I don't think I can. Yeah. I brought that up on the show <clears throat> last week, this past week. Uh, I was quickly yeah. shouted yeah. down. It was, it was not uh, a go there were no, no. Yeah, there was no support for no. Washington from uh, the Duck faithful. No. No. I can tell you that. Yeah, I, I don't think I can, I, can, I can put aside the, you know, if we're playing neutral site, you know, bowl games, you know, against the Big 12 or the like, yeah, okay, cool. Put it aside for a day and go, you know, let's go beat up on Old Miss or, or Mississippi, whatever it is. But if we're talking about Washington winning, like having one and a half national championships before we get one, <laughs> like that, that, that doesn't sit right. I'm sorry. I, I don't, I, I don't like that. Yeah, I, I, I can't like imagine. Like uh, six minute abs instead of seven. It's just like, no, you can't even get a good workout. Like, no. Look, I get it. As a duck, I, I I would expect you to say that. As a neutral observer, like myself, I got to tell you, I kind of want Washington to win because I think it would be hilarious if the Pac-12 won the whole thing and died. With ev- and then died with everything that's gone down <laughs> in the I Pac-12. And I do too, and I do too, which is why I'm so like so conflicted, but I'm not conflicted. You're not. Because you I don't, don't want them to win. Yeah, yeah, you're a true duck. You don't want you them to win. It. I don't want them to win. <laughs> Well, that was brutal. Uh, but you're right. They were up four. Was it 24-20 with five minutes left? So it was 21-3, and then Oregon scored to go 21-10, and then they reeled off 21 in a row. So it was, what, 31, was it oh. 31-24 at one point? 31-20. Maybe 27. No, I thought they were down 21-3 and then scored 21 straight. straight so yeah, maybe that's, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. then but then what was the final score? Well, I think it was uh, I think they were up 27-24. They lost by 3, so it was like 34-31 or was it 37-30? Nah, I don't know. Maybe they were up 31-27. Who cares? Who cares? Was, they won by a field goal. It was Who another cares? 3. Tell you what. It was another 3-point game. And then the the, the one that is what it was. <laughs> and you look at just how close it was. I mean, and it was the right call, but the Penix incomplete. I mean, a millimeter earlier, a millisecond earlier and that's a fumble. <laughs> And then, you know, the Knicks pick, he just, the guy was out of balance. He didn't see him. 
Like that's I feel Bo had been so good taking care of the ball. And it's not that that guy intended to. He just ended the, the DB ended up out of bounds. Bo never saw him. And he steps back in. And that's just one of those where you you put your hands up and like there's nothing you can do about that. That should be cheating. <laughs> it, well, the receiver can't do it. I'm not going to lie. I if you put a, a, a force me to I'm not certain that I knew that a DB could do it because a receiver can't. If a receiver leaves the, the field on his own volition he cannot come back and be the first one to touch the ball. Now, if he's forced out, I know he can't if he reestablishes himself. I didn't know DBs could go out of bounds on their own and then come back in. That was a, that was a new one for me. He should get a do-over. <laughs> no counties. Right. Yeah. Protest. <laughs> hey, well, that's D- Florida State's uh, deal right now. Maybe Oregon should sue. Yeah, how about that? Those guys. Let it go. Yeah. Well, that's let almost, it go, but they got... even more. That's even more stupider. Yeah, it really is stupidest that one. Um, Stupiderest. All right, let's let's break. And when we come back, uh, where do the ducks go from here? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as thirty minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With Joey Harrington, it's courtesy of Mods PDF. I know where they go. They go to Fiesta Bowl and play Liberty. Yeah, I know. I want to talk to you about that. That's like the opposite of your... Well, wait, was yours festival? Yeah, yeah, festival. The color of it. Yeah, it's like the, it's opera. Uh, We'll get to that next with Joey Harrington, courtesy of Mods PDX on 1080 The Fan. Joey on 1080 The Fan. All right, we're back with Joey Harrington. And yes, uh, it's the Ducks on to the Fiesta Bowl uh, against Liberty, a team that went undefeated. But uh, as Suk was saying, I think, what'd you say? Their offensive line is like two. Oh, their def- Liberty's defensive the, line. The, oh, it's the defensive line. Their defensive line. Their nose tag was like 275. They got an end that's like 250. Yeah. I mean, it is small. But you also have, Joey, the, the scenario of, you know, a team that may not, I mean, they could easily overlook Liberty or take them for granted or oh, may not God. care. Yeah. You know, you got, what do you think happens in this game? Do you think they blow them out just because of the talent level or is, is it a game? Um... I think that bow playing is a major is a major factor. Yeah. 
I think that the coaches will have them ready to play. I think Bo will have them ready to play. That being said, um, you know, and I may have missed it. Like I still don't know who's playing. They who's haven't really Bo. said. Well, Jackson, uh, he's he's gone. He he's, he's declaring, but I, I haven't seen any. I don't know about Franklin. I I, I, I don't he, know. Did he say he's leaving? I mean, you can declare for the draft, but not. I guess you. I guess you wouldn't do it now and you, then play. Yeah, he's declaring yeah. for the draft, so he's he's out. But I I haven't seen. I just haven't seen many things. On, on, well, they on haven't started practice yet. I think they start next week. Yeah, so I, then we'll know. know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I think I think it has to do with how many uh, how many people play. Yeah, because if you have some sense of continuity, you know, you you look at what Oregon did. Oregon's offense did to Utah's defense. You know, you look at what Oregon's offense did, you know, pick a, you know, uh, pick a team in the, in the pack and then, you know, think about what Oregon's defense would do to a Liberty team that hasn't played a, a power five school this year, you know, like two of their wins against the FCS team, mm-hmm. um, th- this not to take anything away from, I mean, Hey, you went undefeated. Well, I guess we, that's another argument with, Another issue with Florida State. I was like, you go undefeated, you deserve to be there. But, well, I guess not. No, you don't. Um, no, you don't. Um, that's being said. Going undefeated is a major accomplishment, and they're a good football team. And, yeah, if, if, you, if you take it lightly, um, you know, this is the type of team that, that can come up and get you. I, the thing that makes me the most nervous is if you're playing with guys who haven't seen a whole lot of action this year. Right. You know, if Troy Franklin doesn't play, you know, who, you know, who becomes your. It isn't. So let me put it like this. It isn't so much the first option. It's who becomes your second option, who becomes your third option. Mm -hmm. Right. In the situations where it's all right, Bucky gets the ball, you know. Um, all right, now Frank, you know Troy Franklin's getting the ball, and option number two is Ferguson, and under, option number three is Tez, and like you're just going through, and you've got these relationships, you've got this, this, you've, you know, had an entire season, often, you know, a couple of years to build these, build the, this comfort level. If you start throwing new guys in there on a big stage against a good team that is looking to make a statement, looking to make a splash, I mean, there, there's a potential here. I think that the, I think the most frustrating thing for me, um, and it's kind of a double-edged sword. There's there's literally nothing good that can come from this game, right? If you win, well, you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. If you lose, how in God's earth could you lose to that team, right? You almost like the the only thing you can do is go out and win by 38. Right, because then you say, "Yeah, we're we're damn good, and we deserve to be in that playoff, right?" Or we deserve to like there was a reason. Obviously, you know they wouldn't get in, but we we were good enough to be there. In all other situations, it's it's either a wow, you really screwed that one up, or well, you should have done that anyway. So that I think is the toughest thing for for Oregon Oregon fans is. You know, what is the reward for such a fantastic season? You know, that Fiesta Bowl that you played in, obviously, that was, you know, we've talked about before. You you know, the team was galvanized, had a point to prove, and you proved it. 
what was your what were your other bowls? You had the Holiday Bowl maybe the year before. Is that right? The previous year, yeah, we were. You know, that was the not Texas. quite David and Goliath, but that was yeah. I mean, that was our first opportunity to to play the Blue Bloods. Like yeah. that was University of Texas, and you know, the, <laughs> there was some beasts on that team. Um, you know, the year before it was it was Minnesota and the Holiday Bowl, and and. Uh, or excuse me, Minnesota in the Sun Bowl and, and, you know, having an opportunity to play on New Year's Eve and, you know, just, I guess they get into the people's consciousness. I mean, it was a, a step-by-step thing for us, but yeah, that's, yeah. So I'm curious to see what the motivation is. Right. That's what I was going to ask. Is like, I, I, didn't, I didn't know if you had a bowl game that was kind of like this, where you just, re- it just doesn't, you, you, you had your eye on this big prize and you thought you were going somewhere and then you end up, particularly against a, an opponent like Liberty. I mean, it's, it's a the good worst, bowl game. It's the worst opponent you could get. But at, did, you, did you ever have a game or a bowl game or just a situation like this where the team was just really hard to motivate? Uh, n- no. I mean, I did, have a, I did have a hard time motivating for the Holiday Bowl because um, it wasn't the Rose Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I still, I've told you that, you know, everybody gets a bowl, you know, you get your bowl prizes, you, you get to pick two, you know, or at least then you got to pick two things. You got like a ring and a PlayStation or, a, you know, like you could pick one or the other and everybody took the ring and I took the PlayStation. Um, oh no, no, I took a DVD player. That's what it was. Um, because it wasn't the Rose Bowl ring. So I said, screw it. I, you know, this was after we lost to Oregon state. I was like, I don't want it. Um, and so there was an, you know, I had, I had motivation. I had, I was frustrated after that, but again, you know, you go back to, all right, we got Texas Texas, yeah. in front of the whole country yeah. and you know, you got a choice. You can either fold and, and get pissed off and, and pout, or you can go out and make a statement. Um, and I, and I think that's what it's going to, that's going to have to be the motivation is like, you got two choices here, right? You can pout about it. And you can say, woe is me, and we should have been there. This, you know, Or you can go out and you can put your foot up somebody's backside and say, hey, this is who we are, and, uh, and deal with it. The one saving grace about it being Liberty is maybe the pride factor kicks in. I think if you were playing, let's say, Oklahoma State, okay? You know, just a, a good, solid team or whatever. I do think that would be easier to not care, because I would hope – that whoever decides to play, and that's, again, with every bowl game now, and this goes for, for Florida State. See, Florida State, their two best receivers aren't playing. One of their elite edge rushers isn't going. You know, So it's like Florida State, whether they're trying to prove it or not, this isn't the Florida State team that would have played had they, they been in. But right. if, if you're playing, but that's every team. But if you're playing a team like Oklahoma State, I think that's easier to, to kind of overlook. But I would hope that playing Liberty, you don't want to get embarrassed by Liberty because it's one thing to lose as a competitor. It's one thing for me to lose mm-hmm. to Oklahoma State or to lose to, you know, you know, whatever, Penn State. To me, if I'm going out there, I'll be good and damned if I'm going to let Liberty whip my ass. Like that would, uh, that would get my attention because I would, I would know that they were, this was everything. This was their justification and I'm not about to let Liberty try to think that they are on the level with us. And so I'm, I'm hoping, if I'm an Oregon fan, that that maybe kernel of motivation creeps in there. It's almost like the reverse yeah. motivation. Yeah, yeah. Well, so something good could come of the bowl game. And then I think it's, you know, if they get out there and stomp Liberty, I actually think that's a, a uh, uh, what would be the word? It's, it's just a, it, I think it's, 
somewhat of an achievement for Dan Lanning to 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 rally everybody because yes. that is certainly a spot where a lot of teams have and a lot of coaches yep. have had trouble rallying. So if they come out and they win sixty five to ten, I think that says something about how he keeps it together. You know yeah. how he rallies the troops. So anyway, um, fair. Yeah, that's that's down the road. Who do you think? Who do you think wins the playoff? How do you think it goes? Uh, I don't know. I don't want it to be Washington. Do you think they beat Texas? I don't I want do. it to. I don't want it to be Alabama. Are you rooting for Jim Harbaugh? <laughs> but I don't want it to be Michigan. <laughs> But I really hate Texas. Yeah. Yeah, there's really not a likable, uh, for you particularly, there's not a likable team in there. No. You got to root for Alabama, don't you? No, I'm, I'm tired. I, I, was, I was a Nick Saban. I mean, I'm a, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm a Saban guy. I played for him in Miami, but like, enough already. Like, Too I'm, many. I'm tired of you. Okay. Yeah. All right, so you have to take the know. lesser of two evils, Jim Harbaugh or Texas. Texas. Sark. <laughs> yeah. Texas. But only because I worked with Longhorn Network in that first year. Oh, okay. And so I've still got a, a couple of friends there that were Texas grads, and they're nice people. Boy, isn't that wild that, particularly if you're a duck, because I think Washington's the most likable in there if you're neutral, but if you're, sure. a, if you're a duck, yeah, who do you, I mean, I don't know. Harbaugh, freaking <laughs> Alabama again, or Texas? How, how is it that we're making Texas like this? Lovable figure out of it. This is awful. <laughs> Where's the, Florida State when the, you need the it? The lesser of the evils. Oh, right? we hate them too. Yeah. Oh man. I, right. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Uh, Keep it on this. I don't know. I'm, I'm changing subject here. Though. Anybody ever? Okay. When I heard we were playing Liberty, I thought I immediately thought of, um, hey, look, a bibu. A bibu. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Liberty Bibbity. Like, anybody else like been saying that over yes. and over? Like, oh, 100%. Liberty constantly. Bibbity. Yes. It comes in on the text line <laughs> every day. ten yes. minutes. Yeah. Or so. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, I'm telling you, everyone's jocking Michigan. Michigan's offense is not the most dynamic in the world, and JJ McCarthy is not Bo Nix, and he's not Michael Penix. And if you, if anyone's not been watching uh, Alabama this year. Alabama probably has two of probably the best four corners in all of college football. I know. They and that's one, why I hesitated. I think they're probably going to win. They have one of the best safeties. I mean, this is, and, and, and Dallas Turner, there's some, it, it's, it's a sneaky good defense. People are saying, oh, this isn't a great Alabama team because they don't have maybe all of the, of the talent that we're used to having. But I'm, I'm telling you, there is four or five first round picks on this defense. They've got the corners to shut down Michigan's passing game, which isn't very good to begin with. And then it goes back. I understand that Michigan's defense is going to cause problems, but as Milrow has developed, as Bond has developed, I just think people are sleeping on, on, on Alabama. I think from a matchup standpoint, I think they're going to give Michigan problems. This is going to be a low scoring game. I don't like anything you just said. <laughs> well, Washington's going to beat Texas, and then you're going to have to root for either Michigan or Alabama. So <laughs> you better be start. Screwed. <laughs> you just you better start. Yeah. Getting ready. I'm going to. I'm. I'm going to. I'm going to boycott. Yeah. Football. Well, maybe root for your you Big Ten not. brethren because you're a member of the Big Ten now. So you have to root for Michigan. Big Ten. I can do that. So, there you go. Big Big Ten. <laughs> you're you're part of it now. All right. All big right. Duke with big, big solutions for the Big Ten. Well, I'm docking the boat for a while, so I won't talk to you. But uh, good luck with the knee, and uh, have a Merry Christmas. Okay? I'll be here next week to talk to you, though. All right. 
Liberty Bibbity. All right, see you. That's Joey okay, Harrington, courtesy of Mods PDX. The future of building is here. Club 1080 is next, and it's probably clever because I'm not going to be a part of it. <laughs> yeah, you got to get out of here. You're catching a plane. Catching a flight. Sunny San Diego, and you're done, right? I'm this, docking up. We're out. I'm docking until the new year. Well, I'm going to say from all of us here, happy Hanukkah, <laughs> Kwanzaa, Solstice, Harvest, December 25th, Christmas, yes. whatever it is you're celebrating down there, you godless heathen. Thank you. We all love you. Uh, I couldn't have a better partner. We wish you all the best. Enjoy the sunshine and uh, have a great time. Recharge, and we will see you, you. Uh, what, first of the year, right? Yeah, January 2nd. Yeah, and I'll be here through the club. Me and Big Will got you, and then I'll Uh-oh. be here all next week, and then uh, I go on vacation. So yeah. there Good. you go. But, well deserved. Uh, enjoy it. Get out of here, catch your plane, and all right, uh, we'll sir. see you on the other side. Thank you. Love you so much. Will, uh, I don't love you yet. Yeah. It's, but it's a work in progress. Maybe eventually. Yeah. We're getting there. Um, Let me feel them up first a little bit. You know, some foreplay. Yeah. Everybody, uh, everybody have a wonderful holiday, and uh, I return to the show January 2nd. Uh, love all you bozos. Club is next on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.